This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Watching and listening as the results came in, I think a lot of people were frustrated waiting. What is happening in Florida? It seemed forever before we could say whether or not Trump had taken that and the 29 electoral college votes that went with it. Michael Uslam is a state politics reporter with the Tampa Bay Times and the Miami Herald, joins us today. Hello, Michael. Hi, thanks for having me. We've heard that Florida is going to be one of those key states that's going to determine if you win Florida, you'll likely win the White House. But it seemed to take forever to determine who actually took that state. Maybe just give us an idea of the vote counting process. You know, you're right that Florida is is a pretty big linchpin, especially, you know, it was going to be critical for Hillary Clinton um, to, to hold on. And uh, you know, we start getting results in here in Florida at 7 o'clock, and all the polls close at 8 o'clock Eastern time. Um, but it takes a few hours to get results in. They're being counted all over the state by all 67 counties. Um, and so it takes some time to get through all of those. Uh, we ended up calling the race, I think, uh, around 11 or so. Um, but there were still some outstanding ballots that, that hadn't come in yet. Uh, But at that point, it was pretty clear that Donald Trump was going to win Florida, and that was absolutely essential for him to have a path to the White House. When we talk about Florida being a swing state, can you give us just a bit of a background on how that state has voted in the past? Yeah, you know, Florida absolutely is is a swing state. You know, it it voted for for Obama and before that for Bush. Um, And, you know, it becomes really important because most of the big states are reliably uh, Democratic-leaning, like uh, New York or California, or reliably Republican, like Texas. And Florida is the the third largest state in the United States. And, you know, we have a pretty even split of Republicans and Democrats here. So it really becomes a toss-up that can make or break a a presidential, you know, campaign. And with that being said, then, are we looking at how the Democrats and the Republicans approached Florida during the campaign? Did Clinton spend more time or did Trump spend more time? I'm just curious how that played out. They both spent a lot of time in Florida going back months and and especially, you know, the last few weeks, early voting had begun here in Florida. People were casting ballots and Trump and Clinton and all of their surrogates spent a lot of time here. Um, You know, we had we had President Obama and Vice President Biden here for Clinton and and Trump spent a lot of time here. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know what more could have been done to tell people, hey, there's an important election going on, uh, it, it, it really came down to turnout. And, and some of the counties and, and demographic groups that supported Obama uh, four years ago and eight years ago just didn't turn out for Clinton. Didn't turn out, because that's what I'm curious about. If you have the first black president elected, and then uh, two terms later, you have the state going to a Republican. So is that what the analysis is concluding, that people didn't turn out? That's how it seems. I mean, a lot of the uh, reliably conservative Republican parts of Florida did turn out in pretty large numbers, uh, you know, areas that are that are you know, consistently Republican leaning. They showed up and they voted, um, you know, but but Clinton did pretty well in some surprising areas. Uh, Jacksonville, for example, 
usually a very conservative area. Uh, Clinton did very well there, but she you know, didn't have the turnout that she needed in areas like Tampa Bay and along the I-4 corridor in, in Orlando. So uh, it, it really swung it for, for Trump. But this is a really close state normally, and, and it was this year as well. Um, it really takes getting everyone you need to vote for you out to the polls to win Florida. It seemed that Donald Trump did very well in some of the states where there were smaller communities, rural areas, and Clinton did well in the urban areas. Is that what we were also seeing in Florida? It was. I, mean, I think people tend to think of Florida and, and, and think of Orlando and the beaches around Tampa Bay and, and maybe Miami. Um, but But a lot of this state is rural and you have you know, the northern part of Florida feels very much like the rest of the South culturally. Um, you have a lot of agricultural counties and, 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 you know, places that used to be manufacturing towns or farming towns, and a lot of that's going away. And those are the exact kinds of people, uh, you know, who, who were supporting Trump, um, people sort of left behind in, in the economy. Michael, thanks so much for your insight on this. We appreciate it. Of course, anytime. Michael Uslam, he is state politics reporter with the Tampa Bay Times and the Miami Herald. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.